Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors. Whatever the temperature, it's zero at Blackstone Motors. That's zero deposit on all 192 Renault models until August 31st. Get exclusive savings and a personalized finance package today at Blackstone Motors. Monday, let me tell you, it was a Thursday. Yes, 40 years ago, this very day, on the 9th of August, 1979, I began my working career. And here I am, 40 years on. And who would have ever believed back then that I'd be behind a microphone here in LMFM Radio talking to all of you. Oh my word, Louise, where does the time go? I just can't believe. It changes since then with you, Jerry. Oh, unbelievable. A lot of careers. <laughs> Several careers, but that's what we've been leading up to today. And I want to say, first of all, the 9th of August is special to me, but it's very special to lots and lots of you as well, because many, many of you have come back to us with memories and significant events on the 9th of August. And we're going to come to that in a little while on the show. But I remember, I, I, I was just thinking back, Louise, you know, about starting work uh, in you August. You must have been about 12, were you? <laughs> I still am between those two temples there, <laughs> many people would say. But With the catapult still in your back pocket. <laughs> Slingshot. Well, I tell you what age I was. I was 17. I was 17 when I started in, in the uh, civil service as a clerical officer. Now, before that, just to context it... Uh, 
you know I'm into my garden. Listeners know I am as well. I used to grow lettuce and, and sell them in the market here in Drada. So there was a little bit of entrepreneurial side to me. That No, I didn't sell them. My sister Katrina did. She was the businesswoman. I grew them and she took them. I was shy, Louise. I can't really? believe that. I can't really? believe you couldn't sell I'm anything. telling you, I was really shy. It changed over Where's the years. Where's the real Jerry? <laughs> and then I had a lawnmower. You know the push lawnmowers? I used to go around cutting gardens and that and get a few pounds for that. And I laboured for a year uh, tending brickies and block layers on a building development in Drogheda for a whole summer uh, when I finished up school. That was tough work. Did a couple of years on the bread vans with Peter Lines's. Peter Lines's Bakery, many people would remember it. I did a couple of years there. Uh, and then I did the labouring on the building site. And then after leaving, I hadn't a clue what I wanted to do. Ironically, we're talking about this on the show today, you know, about careers and that beyond yeah. the leaving cert. Uh, so I went to the RTC in the dock, the Regional Technical College, where I studied building uh, building construction. Now, why I did it, I don't know. That because came on from the labouring. Oh, no, indeed, and it didn't. No? Because at school I'd studied languages, Latin, French, Irish, English, I had a lot of languages. But anyway, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Then this ad appeared in the paper, civil service, looking for clerical officers. I applied, did the exam, etc., and got called and started, was called to the Department of Antishock. Uh, the Central Statistics Office on Earlsford Terrace. That was my first assignment. And that first day. <laughs> and you remember leaving, you know? Well, my mother and father were delighted because I'd got a permanent pensionable job at a time in Ireland when jobs were like chicken's teeth, really. Oh, really? People were emigrating. There was no work here. It was a shocking time. And my mother and father found it hard in their lifetimes. And they were just thrilled I'd got this job and that I'd have an income and that I probably wouldn't emigrate. But I remember that first day, I commuted by train, C-I-E. No wonder Is I hate rickety? them to this very day. They were... Oh, I don't hate them, <laughs> Oh, I do. I'm still welting my arse from that time, <laughs> I have to say. Travelling by train over those tracks. Trains breaking down, stopping at every station. Oh, it was horrendous, I have to say. But I remember got suited and booted the first day. Little jacket on me, I think. Trousers, hair done, everything. And up to Dublin I went like a new pin. And Did you pack lunch? <laughs> I don't think I had a lunch with me. I'll find out in a minute. I don't think I had a lunch with me anyway. I can't remember that much. But anyway, had to find me way. Had an idea where I was going. Walked up from uh, Pierce Street Station, found the building, up those steps. I can still see those steps. And up I walked into the Sugar Company building where the CSO was. And I met this man. He's on the line with me now. Eddie Joyce, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jerry. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for taking my call, Eddie. You make it sound so grand. You <laughs> worked for the Department of the Taoiseach. The Taoiseach had no idea where we were. We were stuck... Well, we weren't that far away from the Taoiseach's office, but I don't think he had a bold notion about the likes of us. Are you <laughs> tell- away, counting things for him. <laughs> so Jack Lynch didn't know Eddie Joyce or Jerry Kelly, no? He certainly didn't know. Oh, my God, you've dashed it already. Eddie, what do you remember? Do you remember me going in that first day? I do indeed, Jerry. I had recently moved from a small office where maybe there was eight people into a big open plan office. And we would see all the people coming and going. So I do remember you being walked in by somebody up to meet our great boss in our own private little cubicle. <laughs> And then you were brought back and you were shown to your seat. Mm. And um, yes, you were well dressed up. Well, always do things right on the first day anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I said to you, um, hi, what's your name? And you said, Gerard. And I said, well, welcome, Jerry. 
And you said, no, it's Jared. <laughs> and I said, well, then it's definitely Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> so you christened me. <laughs> I think I did. Yeah. I don't think you were annoyed. I think you were. Yes, I don't think you were very pleased. But anyway, we we managed to iron out those two things, and become friends over the over the years. Oh my God, I I, I just can't remember that. And I, I did look well. Had I mean lunch, Eddie? I suppose that's too minute a detail to remember. Well, we could lie and we could say yeah. no, but I, I decided to take you across the road to the fine dining area in the Civil Service Dining Club and treat you for your lunch. <laughs> Eddie, that's absolutely right. Now it's coming back to me. The dining club. Oh, Eddie, that was a place. <laughs> I don't know where to start when you talk about the dining club. There were colourful characters, let's say. Certainly, certainly back in those days. And... We were we were young. I I I had started in 1977. Mm. I I was actually a bit older than you when I started in the civil service. I was actually 18. But there would have been a lot of people who we who we thought were old, mm. who are probably younger than us now. When <laughs> <Yes. laughs> you look back on it. <laughs> Still Service Dining Club, yes, was a place to behold. Oh, that was a place to behold. It really was. And That's probably where the people from the, the real department of the T-shirt <laughs> had their lunch. Had their lunch. You're possibly right there. I remember going to a place as well, the Bernie Inns. you remember the Bernie Inns? The bottom of Grafton Street. The bottom of Grafton Street, I remember that. And it was beside Pat Egan's Sound Cellar. Right. The record shop, so maybe that's why we We, we went there as well. Yeah, and do you remember, was there a place called the Grey Door or something? A lady ran, ran it. We went there for lunch. Now, th- th- I was just Googling that. I think you're mixing it up. We couldn't afford to look at the Grey Door <laughs> menu, let alone <laughs> step inside. But there was a place called Guys. Yes. G-A-J-S. That's I just it. stuck a bit up on my Facebook page about it. <laughs> but we did go there, and it actually describes it very well. It closed in 1980, and it said it was a hive of political activity through the socialists in the evening. But during the de- at lunchtime, it was full of civil servants and other office workers. <laughs> that was us, and that, that was a lovely place. I remember it. But here for listeners today, you know what all you mentioned, you posted up online there about this. Eddie... Back then, what had we got in terms of technology at work in the Department of Antishok? We had phones. Mm. I think that was the height of it. There were some calculators knocking around. Mm. I don't know if you remember, we had a very strange apparatus we used. A contometer. Oh. Um, It was like like something in a shop, an old cash register. There was numbers, but you used that for totting up things. Yeah. And then you would go and get the electric calculator. <laughs> and somebody might have to actually check it again on a different calculator just to make sure everything was correct before we sent it off down to Antishock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were in agriculture statistics. That woman you mentioned in our little office, the boss, Rita Brown, was the HEO, which was a, a you know, a, a hell of a grade at that stage. But I got up off on the wrong foot with that woman because I think <laughs> when I went into the office, I asked her, was she the cleaner? <laughs> so, <laughs> Jerry, you'd probably remember, like, we, we called her Miss Brown. That's right. You know, there was no first name there really with your boss. 
Yeah, and you know, I think she had it in for me then because if you were late, you remember this in the civil service, if you were late, there was a book, you had to sign in each morning. And that old train you heard me mentioning a while ago, it wasn't the best from Drogheda to Dublin, breaking down. And if you were late, she'd be standing by the book and you'd get a red X. Absolutely, yes. I had a few of them. if you were later, the books were left up in the personnel office. That's right. So they would know that you were even later coming in to sign in. But the other thing I remember about the train, Jerry, is that you were big into your badminton back then. And you, you wanted to get home because you wanted to get off that rickety train that stopped every stop. And you asked the good lady, Miss Brown, could you leave about five minutes early so you could race down to get the express train? And you promised to work during your lunch. But the answer was no. No, when you think of it, Eddie. But I think it was all stemming from that actual first day I went in. By the Uh, way, I only wore the the pin. I looked like a new pin, etc. for the first day. When I saw the rest here, I decided, let's blend in here as quick (laughs) as possible. And I got the jeans on the next day. But, you know... You, you, I have to say about Eddie, and Eddie's been a great friend of mine over the years, and I was your best man at your wedding, and you reciprocated. You were mine. Absolutely. It, it, it's strange out of that. I mean, some very good friendships have lasted throughout that. You know, I was just thinking of some people when I started, just even just before you, like you've got Maeve Montgomery, who you've interviewed yes. up in your neck of the woods. Yeah. We've got our good friend Celia Quine down in Kildare. I want to say hello to Celia this afternoon. Great friend of ours still. I've tipped some of them off. Oh, great. And also a shout out to Bernadette Colgan in Galway. But yeah, we we did become good friends and went on holidays together. You brought me... a funny story, Jerry. I think. I say you were maybe a bit shy, but I remember talking in the office about... I had been on a fun trek holiday. Yeah. And for, for, for your listeners, you, well, you, you can explain later, but it was a camping trip around Europe. And you, you said to me, oh, that, that sounds really good. I think I'll go with you next year. And I'm looking at you thinking, I don't really know you. But suddenly they're saying to me, you're going to come on holidays with me. And then lo and behold, again, people wouldn't remember this, but around Christmas time or in, in the winter, all the holiday brochures would come out. And um, you prompted me and said, Eddie, let's go and get that fun track brochure. (laughs) (laughs) And the rest is history. You did. I went on my first ever airplane flight with you. I went on my first ever European holiday with you. And I do remember this on the fun track. We had great fun. Colm Crossan, another local connection from Dundalk, was uh, our guide on the tour. And what a time we had. You remember Colm as well? Yeah. And I remember going into showers. In Germany oh, with you. Oh, I do remember Do you remember that? that? The sign on the door said D-A-M-E-N. And we said, oh, the men. And in the we men. went. And it was steamy and we <laughs> got our clothes off and we're in the shower. And the next thing I looked to me right and I said, that's not Eddie Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> that's Edwina somebody and she hadn't a stitch in her. <laughs> Neither did I. Or you. <laughs> or all the others. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word, memories, uh, memories. German wasn't very good back no, then. No, 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 no. We didn't do it on purpose, listeners. In case you think today there's nothing funny about the pair of us, we didn't. <laughs> we just did not understand the, the language. What about Galagris? Yes, again, back in the day, there was a, an organisation called Galagris which taught civil servants our, our native language, Irish. And it was also a great social 
area. They, they, they ran classes in other things other than basic Irish, improved Irish. I actually used to go to Aikido classes. Yeah, self-defence, wasn't it? Yeah, self-defence. Now, other than that, they had a couple of... They might have had weekends away down in the Gaeltacht, but they also had two weeks down the Gaeltacht where you could put your Irish into action, actually speak with the natives. We went to classes in the morning, and there was Cayleys in the evening, and... Um, again, there would have been a mixture of males and females, Jerry, and a lot of people, including myself, met my wife on a Gail Agris course. Brenda and Eddie became <laughs> an item and a story. An yes, and even Billy Joel wrote a song about them did, then, yeah. subsequently. <laughs> you, you know that also. But then, you know, again, you brought me to that, and I went to... I, you weren't with me when I went to Galway, no. Inverin. No, I think I had actually moved on from yes. statistics. I was only there until 1981. Yeah, 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 yeah. You went at that stage. But I did go on a Galagris trip. Do you remember we used to get banking time, just back to work? We used to get time to go and cash our checks, you, me and Shay Connor. Yes. Actually, I, I, I had my first cup of coffee going out to cash my check, <laughs> which I was very nervous about. But the, the chap I was with at the time, uh, an Eamon Trundle, again before you arrived, told me to relax, not to be too worried. Yes. Ah, uh, look. We had to go to the bank. We, and, um, yeah, we got time off for any cash or check. time off. You, well, yeah. It was accepted that, that you had to go and cash a check. Yeah, and I remember you brought me, Kyle Moore was the first time I ever was in a Kyle Moore in my life. I was really sophisticated then at that stage. Tell me this, we worked in the CSO. You might know this. Back to 79, 40 years ago, this day I started work. And if you have anything to say about this day 40 years ago, or the 9th of August, don't forget you can get in touch with us. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text or 1850-715-958 if you'd like to call in. Eddie, what would a house have cost back in 79? Have you any idea? Did you have a look at this, sir? I had a look. Seeing as we worked in the Central Statistics Office, I thought we should avail of their, their website and all their great stats. So the average price of a house was 29,000 old Irish pounds. My. Now, that would equate to about 36,500 euro. I'm sure there are people listening thinking, why didn't I live in those times? Well, look at everything. Well, we tell them about the wages. Yeah, there. That, might yes. Their mind. Have you got the wages? Have you? We have. The average wage was 5,375 euro. So, you can see that the multiples there, you know what I mean? It, oh, it would yeah, be yeah, a, yeah. a seven-time multiple. Eight, maybe, seven, eight times, you know? Yeah. So, if you equate it today, maybe maybe it's it's less today, but that is interesting. What about... Oh, they'll want to know this. The old, the old price of a pint. The price of Everybody a pint. they would like to know. Yes. 70p, which is around 88 cents for a pint. God, I paid four euro fifty the other night for a few of them. My, my, oh yeah, my! Well, That's if you're a... up in Dublin now. You'd be paying a fiver <laughs> easily, or, or perhaps even more. My, when you look at the differences and how times have changed, um, you don't look much different. They can't see you. They can hear you today, and they can only hear me. But we meet from time to time, and and you're still the same, Eddie Joyce. I have to say, have I changed? 
Well, apart from that famous incident when I didn't recognise you in the street, <laughs> I, um, you, you haven't changed at all. <laughs> I better tell them what happened. We fell out of contact in the middle part of, of knowing each other. And one day when I worked, and I worked on, I moved on from uh, the CSO and the Taoiseach to P&T, Telecom Air and Aircom. I was walking. I was working in Stephen's Green with Aircom. I was walking down the road, and next I spotted him. I told you he'd never change. I went over to him. I said, "How are you doing?" He said, "Who are you?" <laughs> I mean, yes, it was it was terrible. <laughs> I don't know what it was. But I, I, I still get flashbacks to that. Yeah, Eddie, don't get flashbacks at all. You've had wonderful flashbacks today yeah. too. Do you know who's been on to us? Bernadette Colgan has been on, and she said she's listening in. She's living in Galway. Bernadette, oh, how are you? And she worked uh, with Eddie. She's uh, just left a message here in that other room you were talking about in the Central Statistics Office. And you know there were great characters there. Of course, Thin Lizzy became a big part of our lives. You, of course, the man behind Dance Line Records. Uh, your your favourite Rocky De Valera and the Grave Diggers and all yeah, the gigs. Yeah, they to go and you you, you started there with with um, the Boomtown Rats, and in September 1979, another band would release their first record, an Irish only release. It was U2, and a 12 inch called U2 Three, with the tracks Out of Control, Stories for Boys, and Boy Stroke Girl. The first release in September 1979. Really? And like you, Jerry, they've stood the test of time. <laughs> Thank They're you. both famous in their own right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blushing here. They can't see me, but I am. I'm the colour of some of the dials here on, on, on the radio. And I do want to mention again the wonderful Celia Quine. And she's still a great friend of ours. And I hope she's listening today. And I wish her well. And we do meet up. And all the time she put me up there on Adelaide Road on a city and looked after me and took care of me. I thank her for today but look all the people there yourself included Eddie Brenda your wife as well who we all got to know so well and all the people through the years as I started out in my working career 40 years ago I carry you all and parts of you all with me every day and it's been just a wonderful, wonderful journey and I want to thank you especially for being my friend and joining me on the show today You're welcome Jerry I mean it was possibly one of the luckiest days of my life to meet someone like you because I'm sure you're, you, you, well, you, you, and brighten up everyone's life up there in the LMFM region, but in reality, you are a great person, and it's no wonder that you've become such a success on the radio. I can't wait. I, I, I see that Mary Kennedy it may be retiring soon. Mm. I think there could be an opening coming up in Nationwide. <laughs> I think it could be on the TV soon. Eddie, I haven't the legs. <laughs> the only problem <laughs> anyway look I'll leave it be I'll leave it there for today thank you so okay, much for joining Eddie. me it's been a pleasure talk to you soon Eddie talk to you. take care bye 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 that's Eddie Joyce there one of my lifelong friends and a great man he is too he really is and he's been a good friend to me through the years late lunch LMFM radio Jerry Kelly is 40 years at work this day what a lovely man Jerry he was ah, Eddie, friend. he is lovely he really is and we've got loads of messages coming in um, about how special the day is for all the people out there. Yes. It says, um, WhatsApp just came in and said, Hello, Jerry. It's my husband's birthday today. What a special day for my husband, Jim Brogan. He's originally from Yellowbatter, Drogheda, now living in Hertfordshire in England. Oh. Enjoy your special day and I'm delighted for you, Jerry. <laughs> Thanks Message indeed. There. Happy birthday, Jim. Um, also coming in by text. Hi, Jerry. Today, my husband, Johnny, and I are 41 years married. 
We have two children. Our daughter is going to be 40 on Monday and our son will be 38 in October. We have three beautiful grandchildren. Two of them are 19 and one is 12. We've had our ups and downs, trials and tribulations, but we've survived. And that's why the 9th of August is significant to us. Thanks, Jerry, And that's from Nolene Masterson in Longwood. And I'm not joking you. We have hundreds of messages about the 9th of August being special to you. It's Eileen Duggan's birthday today. Our own Eileen Duggan. Happy birthday, Eileen. Sarah Karen. I'm sorry, Sarah. Lost her ma'am. Thora Curran a year ago and remembers her today. Aoife Dillon is 40 on this very day. Happy birthday. And Barbara Heiss married in Paris 30 years ago on this day. We're going to come back to you and your messages on the 9th of August after two. But let's head in towards news and weather in the company of Dr. Hook. This was number one for three weeks in 79. and agile Renault Megane Hot Hatch is fantastic with a chassis tuned for thrills. What are you waiting for? Drop in to Blackstone Motors and test drive a 192 Megane Hatch Sports Tourer or Grand Coupe Toda. Thank you Vera for the congratulations. Vera thought I had joined the priesthood. (laughs) 
<laughs> you make me smile, Vera. Not a chance of that. But I could say mass. I'd give it a go, that's for sure. John Connolly says, I was on strike in the post office from February till August 79. John, lovely to hear from you this afternoon. How could you ever forget that? That was some strike. Porrick Faulkner was the minister for P&T and he had to get uh, that one sorted in the end. Hi, guys. I'm 33 years married today, but we're together since we were 14. Hi to my hubby, Finn Morris. Who are you? Tell me who you are. Finn, congratulations to you. Who sent us in the message? Get back to us, please. Uh, Deirdre, my good friend in Kells, thank you so much for the congratulations on 40 years. Here's another one. There's all sorts in the world, isn't there? It's less than two months ago since you said how ridiculous the day for this and that and the other was. And now you're practically inventing a Jerry Kelly day, says the listener. Well, I'm not really. I'm just saying that it's 40 years ago today since I started work and I wanted to reflect on it. It is a bit of a milestone for me. But it's more than that because I'm talking about the 9th of August in general. And you'd want to hear, whoever you are, all the amount of people who've been in touch with us about the 9th of August. And we're going to go that road now about this particular day and what it means to so many people. Here are more of the messages. Neve Rennix. It's your first anniversary today, Neve. Oh, isn't that lovely? Congratulations to you, Olive and John Farrelly are 33 years married today. Enjoy. Lizzie and Sean Hannity. They were married and had the reception in the Oasis, they tell me, in Carrick Macross. 30 years together today and a 50th anniversary for Brian and Rita Fleming from Shercock. Well done to you. 50 years. Very special. And Mairead Carlin had her daughter Megan. Listen to this. On the 9th of the 8th 2010. So she never forgets her birthday. 9-8-10. I love that one. Well done to you. Keep the messages coming to us about the 9th of August, if it's special to you. There are two ladies on the line with me now, and the 9th of August means an awful lot to them. I want to say hello to Jennifer Campbell and Ruth Goff. Jennifer, Ruth, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you both for joining me. Jennifer, I'm going to let you be the spokesperson for a moment. Why is the 9th of August significant to you two? Um, well, the thing is, we were both born in the College Hospital um, within a couple of hours each of each other in 1973. So we celebrate our 46th birthday today. Um, and um, we've been friends for that long. And um, our mother started sending each other birthday cards when we were younger. And then when I was growing up, a birthday card was always both for Ruth. And I always had to send a birthday card to Ruth. And, you know, you'd post it. And it was one thing you had to do, or well, not had to do, but did, um, you know, to, yeah. to, to send to Ruth on her birthday. And we've been friends um, since then. Um, we grew up around the Dula Gate area, so we, we knew each other. And then we started hanging out together. I was bridesmaid at her wedding, and um, she's, uh, she's really, really very special to me. Ah, oh, Ruth, do you hear that? Oh. <laughs> oh, it's a lovely thing to hear. No, we're great friends, great pals. Yeah, it's been a lifetime of friendship. Yeah. Oh, because of the 9th of August. There you go. And you, did your mums know each other, route before they went in to have each of you? They did. They did indeed. Um, as, as Jennifer said, we Jennifer's from sort of Congress Avenue area. I'm from the Leak Street area. So they're only around the corner and the two women uh, knew each other. So I know my mum tells the story that mum was coming out of the labour ward and Jennifer's mum was going in. So um, we were beside each other in our cots up in the cottage hospital from day one, friends from the start. Oh, this is such a lovely story. So you're both 46 years young today. So who was born first? Remind me again, Jennifer. You were first, were you? No, Ruth was. Ruth was first. So <laughs> well, many... Everybody knows I'm the oldest. <laughs> <laughs> How much time was between you? How many hours? 
I think it was about two hours. Right. From what I'm from what I'm told. Ah, oh, Ruth, you're really old. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear the fella that's talking to you? My, oh my. Uh, and and pals in school and this friendship has deepened through the years. And w- will you celebrate, did you do any celebrating together on this day? Oh, we do. Um, we're actually going out for lunch straight after we have our chat with you, Jerry. And uh, yeah, every year we try and do something to mark the occasion together. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great wee story. We have more people to hear from. Well, listen, we just wanted to have you with us today on this, the 9th of August. You wouldn't believe we are just inundated with people. This is a very significant date, not alone for me, but for loads and loads of people. Well, look, at here's to many more years of deep friendship between both of you as well that started when you were born in the cottage hospital 46 years ago today, two hours apart. I better say goodbye to the senior one. Bye, Ruth. <laughs> See you, Jennifer. Thank you for joining me. God bless you. Take care of yourselves. Have a lovely day today. Celebrate, girls. Thanks a million. What about that for a story? We have more to come, I promise you. Let's go through some more of these and uh, read some of the messages that are pouring into us on late lunch. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text or 1850-715-958 if you'd like to call in. Um, Breed Smith, her son is getting married. Breed, in trim today. You're probably not listening to me. We got the message earlier. Congratulations to him and his uh, new bride and to you too, Breed. What a day this is. So a big wedding this very day on the 9th of August. It becomes special for that family. Wendy and Union Geraghty are 17 years married today. Well done to the Gerrities also. Emily Norton, happy birthday to you. It's your birthday today, we're told. Eamon Callan was on and Mick Toner as well uh, was in touch with me to remind me that here's a, a, a significant political date. Interment was introduced in the north of Ireland on the 9th of August 1971. And Thomas Proudfoot, yes, Rose, your mum, it's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Rose. And Rose and her husband, Jim, listen to this, are 50 years married today. Ah, oh, my, oh, my. The 9th of August, what a day. It's a special day as well for another gentleman, for a different reason altogether. Ollie Boland, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jerry. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Uh, can I say... Well, I better be careful the way I couch this. If I say happy birthday, Ollie, today, would you be insulted? Um, maybe a few years back. Uh, <laughs> well, today, yes. Um, a few years back, no. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. So tell us okay. the story of the 9th of August and you. Okay. okay. Why it's special to me. Uh, my dad, Tony, was born on the 9th of August, 1931. He's since passed away. Okay. And uh, for a long time, um, I celebrated my birthday on the 9th of the 8th until I received my birth when I was um, about to get married in 84. And I realised I was born on the 5th of August. (laughs) 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 For some reason, (laughs) the mother mixed the dates up. (laughs) Ollie, 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 hold on there a minute. How many years were you celebrating on the 9th? Um, well, I was around 22, 23 when I would have applied for <laughs> to get my birth certificate. Um, <laughs> I love this. I love this. So the birth had arrived so, and it's the 5th of August on the cert. Yeah, it's, it's 
the fifth of August. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when I approached the mother, um, the query, you know, why <laughs> I was celebrating on the night, and she says, "Well, look, it's like this. I'm 15 years, and it was tough to remember every birthday." <laughs> <laughs> what was your mammy's name? Uh, Mary. Ah, oh, 15 yeah. children in the family, Ollie. Yeah, 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 15. <gasps> 10 boys and 5 girls. Could you blame yeah, yeah. her for getting one wrong? <laughs> well, I don't know about that, Jerry, because I met my older sister this morning and we were chatting away. Uh, Rosemary, she killed me. Uh, and I was saying to her, and she said, Oh, that's the mother. She said she mixed the many of us up. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't just you. <laughs> Uh, Ollie, so so uh, have you have you adjusted the date now? You you, you have yeah, celebrated I, already this year, yeah. I have celebrated on Monday, yeah. Ah, my yeah, oh yeah, my, yeah, isn't that yeah. just a story? Twenty odd years, yeah. and the man thought he was born on the ninth, and he was really born on the fifth. On, on the fifth, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> well, you know, yeah. it's one of those ninth of August stories that we just absolutely yeah. love. Well, Ollie, can I say to you, belatedly, happy birthday. All right. Cheers, Jerry. Thanks for joining me on the show to tell your story. Really appreciate it, Ali. Thanks Thanks, a million. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We have more. We have lots more for you. We have loads of messages coming to us. I'll try to get to as many of them as I can before the end of the show. But we have more late lunch listeners to hear from because you know something? The 9th of August is a big day for me. 40 years working today, but a huge day for lots of you. The 9th of August is very special to Sarah Stokes. We're going to find out why. Good afternoon, Sarah. Good afternoon, Jerry. Thanks for taking our call today. Why is this day important to you, Sarah? Well, I was married on the 9th of August in 1972 in Old St Mary's Church in Ardy at 4 o'clock in now, the evening. Now, 4 o'clock back then, that was unusual, was it? It was a rare thing. Now, I think I, I must have been one of the first at the time. Ah. So I, uh, Father William Martha married me then. He was uh, he died last year. Yes, he did indeed. Yeah, and Father Hardy from Dundee was from my husband's parish. Right, and they were there. Where did you have your reception? I had it in Castle Bellingham. And were the many at it? There was about 45 and a few children and it cost about, it was £83 for the whole reception. Oh my! And I'd say that was a bit of money back then. Well it was, Jerry. it was really. I I remember saving 500 for my wedding and, um, well, I wore my sister's wedding dress. I, I had it cleaned for £1.50, £1.10 shillings. And uh, really, everything was cut down then. You know, there was yeah. no big, big hullabaloo about it like yeah, today. We, we did for ourselves, you know. Yes, yes. Were you on time for the church? You know, you always ask a bride that. Or did you stick with tradition? No, Were you late? No, I was late, and I'm telling you, he, probably if divorce had to be then, he'd have divorced me. <laughs> <laughs> I went. Um, it started raining. I lived down a lane, of course, and. I didn't want to muck my shoes and I wouldn't get into the car till the rain was over. So it was half four when I arrived. Oh, you left him waiting. What was your husband's name? Jimmy Stokes, James. Jimmy Stokes. And Jimmy Jimmy passed away in tragic circumstances, didn't he? He did indeed in 1988 on November the 18th. He um, was uh, tragically killed in an accident up near Dublin. And you had how many children? Four. 
two boys and two girls. And they were small, you had to... Oh, they were 5, 11, 14 and 15. Mm, it took a lot of minding at those ages for yourself, but you, 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 you got through and... Oh, I did indeed, and I had 16 good years, and I have had good years since. Yeah, yeah. Very good years. And you have fond memories of that day, oh, even indeed I have. Today. Great memories. It was great, absolutely great. Well, Sarah Stokes, you made history. You're one of the first ever, I do know this, of an evening wedding to take place in Ardy all those years ago. And, and Old St Mary's is um, a store now, a shop. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I know it well there in Ardy. And should the, the new church became a landmark after that. Well, can I say to you before I let you go, happy anniversary. Oh, thank you very much. And have a great thank day. You. And thank you for sharing your memories with me today on Late Lunch. Thank you very much, Jerry. Nice You're very talk. welcome. Lovely yeah. to talk to you today, Sarah. God bless you. Take care of yourself. What a wonderful lady she is. Let me read a few more of these uh, that have just come to us. Mary Finn's granddaughter, Katie, is nine on the ninth. There you are, nine years of age on the ninth this very day. And here's a fella getting the key in the door. Gavin Healy. 21 today. Your mum, Linda, loves you, Gavin. She's been in touch with us. Anything else with you there, Louise, at the minute? Have you... Uh, I have. Uh, yeah? I have WhatsApped. It's, um, hi, Jerry. You're a breath of fresh air. My husband, Joe Murphy, better known as Quojo's birthday today. Uh, love you loads, says Mary. <laughs> and somebody else says, well done, Jerry. 40 years. Did you get the watch? <laughs> as long as I don't get the door. <laughs> Do you think I should give up, Louise? Like, it's 40 years. No. 40 years enough work for anybody, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you'd last till, what day is today, Friday? You'll have to Tuesday, Would I'd I? say. Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah, you'd be, yeah, yeah. But sure, I could go fishing and golfing and gardening and well, to football. The winter. And, all year, I'd have something to do all year. Yeah, I really would. would be bored, Jerry. Would I? Yeah. Really? Who would you go with? Oh, jeez, there's no end of people to go with. Oh, you're around? <laughs> look at Anyway, just a thought, just a thought today. But 40 years is, you know, 40 years is a working lifetime. It is. in for your blood if you're retired. <laughs> Maybe baying for my blood because of, of, of something else. Una Corrin, is Una with us? Is she there? She hello, is. Una. I am, hello. Hello, Una. Lovely to talk to you today. And I have to say, Una Corrin, you win the award in all the people that have been in touch with us in recent days and again today for having, I think, the greatest connection with the 9th of August. Tell us. Yeah, no, the 9th of August is always, uh, since we were little, it was my mum and dad's anniversary, their 45 years uh, married today, Maureen and Joe Warren. Um, and then when we were getting married, as I was a teacher in London uh, at the time, it was the summertime was the best time to get married. So the two dates that came available, one was July and one was the 9th of August. So we thought it'd be really nice that we would share uh, the same anniversary with uh, mum and dad. So uh, myself and Angus are 16 years married today. And we both actually had the same priest, Father Pat Brown, who uh, went to school with my dad in Ratos. And he's a wonderful priest. He's been in London and done amazing work for the past 40 odd years. He was actually, uh, mum and dad were his first wedding uh, 45 years ago. And um, and then we have a load of birthdays then. So on the day I got married, my cousin, uh, Una Linsky, who was one of my bridesmaids, she was 16, uh, so she's 32 today. My niece, uh, Cloda, in Spiddle, she's 15 today. And then Margaret, who was my matron of honour, one of my good friends, 30-odd years, she had her daughter, Alona, six years ago. and uh, And she asked me to be her godmother. So... 
Yeah, so there's lots on the 9th for us. <laughs> Una, you are the world champion of the 9th of August. You are. I've never heard anything like this. So many uh, big dates uh, coinciding on the 9th of August in your family. Do you ever think, you know, <laughs> is it coincidence or was it meant to be or what? Do you ever consider that? Oh, yeah, no, I've always yeah, thought, you know, especially I think when Alona was born, you know, uh, six years ago and uh, Mag's mate ran. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Rang me up and... Uh, and told me it uh, was like, yeah, what else can, you know, come on the ninth? So, yeah, so no, growing up the ninth was always, you know, a great day. And, uh, and you know, that weekend sort of, you know, in August, the Charity Shield was always on in Wembley and we grew up in Wembley. So it was, all, it was always a great weekend, you know, to look yeah. forward to. And, uh, yeah. My, oh my. (laughs) So many things coming together for all of you. Well, to all the people you mentioned, Maureen and Joe especially, yourself and Angus, uh, the nieces, nephews, all the people you you mentioned there, happy everything to all of you, what it means today on this, the 9th of August. And Una, thanks for getting in touch with us and telling us about all this. Thank you. Thanks very much. Take Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's Una Curran there. Isn't that something else, Louise? That you, you couldn't write that, could you? That 9th of August for that you family. You think, unless you see it in, like, it's, unless she tells it, you. Yeah, like, to, to be told that. Maybe and two I, is... Yeah, kind of, yeah, you know, you know well, what I mean? That two would be something. She's five or six. Let me it? come back to our listeners. Here they come by the drove to late lunch this afternoon. All about the 9th of August. A day in time, we're calling it, on the show. And we certainly are going to do this again, I promise you. Siobhan Rooney is 20 years in our job today. I'm 40. Uh, you're 20 halfway there Siobhan congratulations to you happy birthday Lisa Walsh it's your birthday the 9th of August Emer Nicklustus is 26 today celebrate Emer Brenda and Brian Harson were married five years ago on this day the 9th of August Geraldine Chute 16 years Lisa McGuinness 22 years 
God, they're in for the long haul, all of them, aren't they? And Joyce McKenna, her brother Peter, she wants to send you good wishes, Peter, today. He's 50, the big 5-0 today. I'm sure there's a massive party plan there. Evan Kane, big milestone for Evan today. He's 18. Your mum, Anne, is so proud of you. Anton Marr, I have to mention her today, my good friend. Does the 8th count, Jerry? Antoine? No, it doesn't. It's the ninth today. She'd have to be awkward, that one, wouldn't she? Rona and Martin Nesbitt are 15 years not out this afternoon. Um, who's that? Sylvia and Trevor Smith, 26 years married today. Carolyn Larkin's mum, Margaret. Oh, listen to this, Louise. Margaret is 85 today. Oh, happy Caroline birthday. Larkin's mum, happy birthday to you. And Mags Aspel tells us she was born on the 9th and married on the 9th of August. Wow. Born on the 9th of August, married on the 9th of August. Oh, she has to get two presents today, Can not one. Can you believe it? Two presents, not one. Yes, we're reflecting on the 9th of August, but in particular, 79, the year I began work, 40 years ago, this very day. And the music of the times. Do you know, back then, Taoiseach was, we mentioned him already, Jack Lynch, President. Who was the President of Ireland? No idea. Paddy Hillary was the President of Ireland back then, and the Pope was coming in September, of course, and that's uh, just around the corner, the 40th anniversary of it. But music was massive and always big to me. Some of the hits of 79, Glory Again or I Will Survive, Blondie Hearted Glass, The Police Walking on the Moon. We celebrated an anniversary about the moon recently. Gary Newman, Cars, Cliff Richard, we don't talk anymore. But for me, you just have to play this. And wherever you are today, get up, do it, do the actions, get dancing in your kitchen, in your workplace. Here it is, one of the greatest from 79. It's Village People and YMCA.
Motors. The Renault Captur comes with a five-star safety rating and is an ideal compact SUV with lots of space for the family. Pick up your 192 Captur at Blackstone Motors this August. See blackstonemotors.ie. We'll be back to the 40 years working on the 9th of August on the show after 3 o'clock this afternoon. And thank you so much for your lovely wishes and your messages. And we're getting more stories about this particular day from you. Keep them coming to us. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text or 1850-715-958 if you'd like to call in. But as you know, all this week we've been featuring the Loudmead Education and Training Board and the great and wonderful work they do in Louth and Mead with education, training, apprenticeships, you name it. And again, I will say, Tuesday is Leaving Cert Results Day. So very important day coming up next week. Today, to finish off the series on Late Lunch, I'm delighted to say I'm joined by Dennis Leonard. He's from Dunboyne College of Further Education. And also with us today is Bernie McKevitt from the Regional Skills and Training Centre in Dundalk. And the wonderful Elma McMahon is here as well, the coordinator of all this stuff. You're all very welcome to the show. If I could start with yourself, and welcome back, Dennis, to the show. Thank you very much, It's great to see you again. Um, just tell us, for, for, for people listening today, the types of courses available at Dunboyne. Well, look, at uh, Dunboyne, we're lucky to have three further education colleges in this Loudmead region. We have Ophi in, in Dundalk, we have, uh, of course, Diffie here in Drogheda and ourselves in Dunboyne. And uh, we serve basically uh, all of Mead. We serve um, West Dublin and North Kildare as well. We have eight to 900 students. And uh, what we pride ourselves on really is kind of having eight to 900 students in an atmosphere of 50. It's a family atmosphere. And anyone who comes and you had your own roadcaster was down with us there in spring, we have uh, your wonderful caretaker, Bob, and Rose's wife works in the canteen and we have the best secretaries in Ireland you know in, in Vilma and Christine and the welcome that you get when you actually come to the college is the first thing that we pride ourselves on and students come back to us year after year we've grown from 30 students in 2003 to nearly 900 now why? because people come to a further education environment and the kind of courses they can do they can do a pre-university course if they open the envelope next Tuesday and they fell a bit short for nursing or primary school teaching or arts or science they can actually come to us get their points in a year from us and move on the second type of course are healthcare courses. We need a huge amount of people in the healthcare professions, ranging from psychology to health service skills to nursing. The third type of course is business and IT. We're crying out for business and IT graduates across the country, and we're moving into online marketing, media, the whole lot now. And finally, pre-employment courses, because not everybody wants to go straight to university. A lot of people want to go into industry to work in childcare, to work in hairdressing, animal care, horsemanship, cookery, whatever it is. They're looking for thousands of chefs in Ireland at the moment. We're training many up in our in our 
kitchens in Dunboyne. We're training up hairdressers. We're training up beauticians. We're training up childcare workers. Because I always say the one thing I want to be very clear about today is never give up on your dream. If you find that next week your dream is not possible because maybe the leave insert didn't work out for you. It's one exam. It's a snapshot in life. It never defines you. It's just one day. If that doesn't work out, you have many, many options. You can come to Further Ed and we're that bridge because we give you self-directed learning in a very supportive environment where you have learning support, you have academic support, you have people who care about you. Once you go off to university or ITs, they're wonderful places, but there's hundreds in your class and they do not have time to look at you individually. So it's that local feel of, you know, you have quite a number there and that growth is phenomenal and what you've achieved. But we're banging this drum all week, Dennis, and it's great that you say it again. Tuesday is a point in time and we want to emphasise that. Now, when you talk about your courses, is it run on the academic year? Are there short-term courses? You know, explain that a little bit. Well, there are night classes for people who might just be getting back into education, but most of the courses start in September, finish in May. But you have a chance to come in one year and learn research, referencing, self-directed learning. You learn all the skills that you need to survive in college because an awful lot of people go to college and there's up to to 10% dropout rate in universities, up to 20% in IT colleges. But for people who do our courses first and then go on to third level, it's less than 3% because you learn the skills that'll help you to stay there, that'll help you to cope, that'll help you to get through because you've gained the confidence. And you all know, Jerry, for many people you've had in your program, if you have the why in life, you'll cope with the how. And if you really want to do something, if you have the passion for it, if you don't give up on that dream, there's every bit of chance to further education. We're that bridge between sometimes rote learning, sometimes a points-driven system where you're learning off material for one fine or two weeks in June. This is different. This is where you get in, you have assignments, you have continuous assessment, and above all, Jerry, you have work experience. There are hundreds of people out there who wanted to be a nurse since they were six years of age and then get into a hospital environment in DCU or somewhere in first year. Don't like the sight of blood, don't like the busy wards. You'll figure that out in the further ed and you say, well, maybe I'll do something different. Maybe I'll be, you know, a healthcare worker, public health nurse, you know, maybe work in a different environment, maybe go into the psychology field. So you have a chance to diversify because we allow you in September or October to change courses if you found that maybe even choosing our course, you, you know, we have over 40. So maybe the one that you chose to go to Dunboyne for isn't the right one for you. We allow that flexibility to move within the college. Do you know, I'm sitting here listening to you and I'm just thinking, you're the boss, yeah. you run this place. Yeah. By God, you'd make a great salesman. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever decide yourself to leave this behind, I just see the road for you, for sure, Dennis. But listen, seriously, getting back to this. So I come to you and I hear all of your saying there and you mentioned it. I want to go to an IT or a, another college or a university down the road. Is it you know, is it an easy step then? Oh, it is, absolutely. Over 90% of the people who come to us end up in their course of choice the following year or in a, in a career of choice. So in other words, it works for people because you have that year to breathe. You have that year because rather than doing Irish, English, maths, French, history, etc., now you're doing all science courses or all IT courses or all beautician or hairdressing courses. You're doing what you like, what you love, what you have an aptitude for, what you really, really enjoy. And above all, that gives you the chance to say, look, Look at, I can excel in this. It gives you the confidence to, to know, look at, this is my passion. This is what I want to do. And therefore, you move on to that IT. And we know this because Maynooth University, DCU, DIT, they come back to us and tell us how well our students are doing. They're doing far better than students who might have gone directly from Leave Insert who weren't 100% sure that they picked the right course. You're re-choosing it because if you do law with us for a year and you discover this is what you really like, when you put that in your CAO form in a year's time, you're re-choosing 
using it and you're saying, yes, I did all those modules last year. And when you get into first year, you'll fly through first year because a lot of the material that we do gets you through the IT or the university in first year. So you have a huge chance to survive. And above all, it gives you independent learning. It gives you the chance to have independent learning, be responsible for your learning in a supportive environment where that academic support or learning support is always on site. We have mentors and tutors who care for you, who want to get you through. You have that personal touch. And like I say, I mentioned Bob and Rose earlier. You, you have a load of support staff. You have, you have, you know, a learning support team that are there that you can, you can drop into a room and you know there'll be someone there at the end of a computer, you know, sitting there waiting to help you to get through those assignments, to help you meet your deadlines, to help you to cope. And if you're a mature student or one maybe one-fifth of our students are mature. Go back to learning after many, many years. Here's a chance to learn a supportive environment where you pick up the IT skills or maybe that bit of extra maths or maybe that bit of literacy that you need to cope with a course that you found difficult to do 10 years ago. So when you go back, you have that chance to excel. It's wonderful to hear this and, mm-hmm. and to understand what is available there to people. So whether you are that person who gets your results next week or you're somebody we've mentioned here each day this week yeah, yeah. that, you know, wants to get going again, maybe mm-hmm. because of circumstances at home, a change, you know, all this type of thing as well. You are there. What about people, you know, who've come to live in Ireland? Mm-hmm. You, you know, uh, newcomers to Ireland as well from abroad who have settled down here and, uh, uh, you know, want to, to open up opportunities for themselves. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, we have many of our learners as well as being mature learners. We have a lot of our learners who come from, you know, other European countries, other parts of the world who maybe literacy might be an issue. We have foundation courses, introductory courses now that will bring up their levels so that they can cope with the course. We never want to set anyone up to fail. We want to make sure that everyone succeeds. And when we have our graduate association every January, as well as our graduation every May, we have a graduate association every January. We had it in the Salsas Theatre last year and uh, we have many of our graduates come back. And that's one thing we take pride. People come back after three or four or five years. They might drop into Rose in the canteen. They might drop into us in the college to say hello. But very often they'll come to the Graduate Association and they'll talk about, and I'll leave you this book, you know, I mean, it's a lovely little book that it's a lovely little called Celebrating Our Graduates. And some of them, like that you mentioned, would have come from a different country, say, the great sense that your tutors were there to support you and help you and help you to achieve 100%. Another um, girl called uh, Laura O'Toole, she said, it was a big change from school. I love studying something I had a passion for. I loved having the freedom to meet new people. Um, and another girl, Jamie Lee Quinn, says, everyone has the capacity to reach their full potential once they are surrounded by people who care for them and believe in them. And it's people telling their own story. That's what I love. The learners who come back, it's all right for me to say, you know, I'm Principal Dunboyne College and I can tell you great stories about it. But the learners are the people who tell the real story. They've been through the system, they've come out the other end and they believe in this further education. Can I tell you, I'm jumping out of the seat here. My 40 years done today as you've <laughs> been hearing earlier on and this man is nearly inveigling me to come to Dunboyne College. Oh, we'll mention Ophie as well in Dundalk and Diffie in Drogheda because exactly. you all are in that sphere yeah. as well. Want to talk, take a short break on late lunch. Thank you so much De- uh, no uh, Dennis. No. Stay with us. He's staying with us, Dennis. Uh, and we're going to join Bernie McKevitt after this short break. She's going to talk about the Regional Skills and Training Centre in Dundalk. Stay with us on late lunch. Ah, oh, Jerry, fantastic conversation. Well, you know, the guests make it. I always say it on late lunch. Dennis Leonard is with us from Dunboyne College of Further Education. Listen to this, Dennis. You'll be pleased. I totally agree 100% with Dennis. Dunboyne were fantastic when my two girls finished their leaving cert. They're now both qualified. One is a nurse, the other is a social carer. And they always will tell you that they would have struggled with the structure of going straight into university 
after the leaving certificate. Bears out, Dennis, what you yeah, said thank there. Thank you very much. Thank you indeed for that lovely comment. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. Keep them coming to us. Now, let's move to another aspect. Under the umbrella of the Loudmead Education and Training Board, it's the Regional Skills and Training Centre in Dundalk, and Bernie McKevitt is with me today. Bernie, you're very welcome to the show. Thank you, and Thank congratulations you. <laughs> on the 40 years. <laughs> Thanks a million. Thank so you, Bernie. Wrong. Will you just give us a wee overview of what the Regional Skills and Training Centre does? Sure. The Regional Skills and Training Centre um, covers a range of different programmes from apprenticeship through to full-time courses, traineeship pro- uh, programmes, community community training programmes and evening courses. Not all of them, by the way, are actually run in the centre because we are across both counties. We cover both uh, Louth and Meath and we would have satellite uh, programmes wherever we see there's a need, uh, be it a need of the learner and also obviously with industry because we are trying all the time to match industry needs. And so therefore our traineeships are employment based and um, we have such an array of traineeships at the moment. For example, we have the culinary arts. We have the clean room and packaging and labelling, which is a new one. Uh, we also have um, some of our, our, our other programmes like office skills uh, um, as well as... Um, no, the ones that you have, you know, you, you've been running a number of ones for many's a day and these are the new ones that you have now as well. Absolutely. So there's a range and, and these can be checked out where? Are they online if people want yes, to look at it? Yes, they are. And actually there's a number of ways because people can actually go on to fetchcourses.ie okay. and that will give them direct input to all of the programmes across all of LMETB's further education and training programmes. All they have to do is type in the location. So if it is Dunboyne, they type in Dunboyne. Yeah. Or if it is Dundalk, they type in Dundalk or wherever the location is and then they can look under the, the, the keyword word for the course that they're looking for and it can be either an evening course or a short term or a long term course. Okay. Um, so all of that is there through fetchcourses.ie obviously they can get through on our own website which is um, I was going to say LMETB. You can if you want. LMETB.ie. I suppose we've been here so long, Jerry, at this stage. We probably feel this is our website as well. But they can obviously get through on our LMETB website, which is LMETB.ie. And they can also contact us through our Yes, and the numbers are available. Tell me this, you know, just to context it, with the Leaving Cert next week and you have a cadre of people, you know, looking outside of the point system as well. You have people, mature students, coming back as we've been talking about all week and others. Do you cater for all? We cater for all. It's from 16 upwards. Um, Our apprenticeships, again, people tend to think that apprenticeships is just for people who are young. Not necessarily. We have apprentices who are mature people. I know that we have some individuals at the moment who are in their 50s. We had some people who, perhaps through um, no fault of their own, through redundancy, have found themselves back out on the, the employment line and have secured an apprenticeship through a company and they've come in and they're now doing their apprenticeships with us as well so age is not an issue it's not a barrier by any means by it's any means. there for all ages certification is, is a given and and what, what type of levels of certification do you offer? well again it's varies depending on the particular programme uh, it can be from the, the kind of the preparatory kind of uh, levels of level 3 right up to level 6 so uh, and again our uh, providing Providers of those can be QQI as well as uh, City and Guilds. So we have a range of um, industry-related awards as well. Um, and again, 
just to bring it back to the traineeships, we also have the beauty and we have hairdressing as well. Very popular. Which is very, very popular. Yeah. And we're offering evening courses. So I, I, we have daytime as well as the evening. In the evening, it's open for people who are in employment or unemployed. And if you're unemployed and you meet certain criteria, the courses can be free. And likewise, if you are employed and again you meet certain criteria, the courses can either be free or can have a, um, a reduced fee under our skills to advance. Yes, so you talk to everybody and bring your particular situation and it'll be sorted out. We guarantee that for you. Um, What does a typical day or academic period look like with you? Again, does it fall within the parameters like Dunboyne or the colleges? No. No, we're totally different. The only time that our centre stops is for Christmas. And from that, we run (laughs) almost 24-7. A bit like us here. (laughs) And we don't even stop for Christmas. Five days per week and two evenings per week and if the need arises we can increase the evenings as well. Again all the time we're adapting to needs so if a need arises we will develop courses, we will put on extra time um, we will work very closely with industry for example we've run two short courses just back to back there recently for welding both were seven weeks short um, courses but again they were meeting a need that was identified with an industry and therefore we stepped up and met that need. So it's so varied um, obviously there's so many as well to, to cover but as I say it's exciting because a lot of innovation um, in our programme development and we have so many new companies coming into this area in this region and again we're looking at what the needs, the possible needs may be like the clean room and packaging mm. and already our trainees are getting job opportunities being offered to them. It's great to hear that, that you're matching and you're looking ahead as well and just reminding people again, the Regional Skills and Training Centre, Dundalk, uh, you'll get their information all over the place, give them a shout and they'll be happy to accommodate you. Thank you Bernie. Elma McMahon, in case I forget, thank you for putting this programme together for us during uh, the week here each day on Late Lunch. You want to just uh, say a few words before we finish about VTOS? Okay, well VTOS, I mean like the buzzword is the leaving certs, okay, and everyone's kind of thinking about the teenagers, the mums and dads are all thinking about their children, but it's just not all about them. There's a lot of people at home who are thinking, do you know what, I'd actually like to give that a chance. Maybe they didn't get the opportunity, maybe they did it and they didn't get high enough points in it or whatever else and they'd like to give it a go and we have a VTOS programme and it's run in Drogheda, Dundalk and Navan and it's for people who want to go back get a second chance at education training scheme to allow job seekers and other eligible people to go back into their course. Um, just want to also uh, put a little kind of a word in because our evening courses, the registration's coming up now on Monday the 2nd of September um, to Thursday the 5th of September between 10 o'clock and 6 o'clock with a late night registration on the 4th of September between 6 and 8. So again, come along and you can meet with um, the people involved and they can give you information. And one other good thing just to mention to you, for our local companies, very important, we are now looking at developing an advanced manufacturing. Um, so we are going to be... Um, offering an information day down in Mullingar with our partners in the IMR. So anyone who's interested, go onto our website or contact the Regional Skills and Training Centre directly and we will give you further information on that. I'm coming to Dennis in, I'm coming to Dennis in a moment, but just before that, back to Vitas quickly. Uh Eligibility, what age? Okay, well, you have to be over 21 to get into the VTOS and either they or their dependent spouse can be on social welfare payments, but you still keep your entitlements while you're there. So there's no financial disadvantage. And you very important. It's and very important. This is really a, a, a platform to enable you then to progress. Oh, absolutely. On you know, to further education, well, yeah, training... I, 
if you haven't done your leaving cert with VTOS, you can go on to do that. Or we've got people who go on to DKIT, Blanchardstown, DCU, IT, anywhere. You know, it really is progression. And if one thing that we've learned from this week is, like, you know, we've we've all heard people who are really passionate about their work. Like, we're really passionate about education and training. This next Tuesday is not going to define you. Keep yes. at it. Don't panic. And there's always another avenue. Dennis, before we finish up today, come back to you about uh, when you're having information or open evenings or stuff like that. Oh, yeah. We have open evenings in January and April, but also every day is an open information okay. day. <laughs> and can I just say for Ophi College, you know, over Park McGovern up there, Davy McDonald here in Diffie, there's a full range of programmes, over 40 courses in each place. They're similar in each of the places. We work together on the programmes to make sure we have full range of offering. As Bernie mentioned, we also do even classes in each of the centres as well. So if you ring up Vilma in our place today, she will give you all the information you need and it also it's on dunboyncollege.ie or on the websites of Diffie and Ophie as well. Have to leave it there for today and this week. Again, thank you so much to Elma McMahon for putting this together and to Bernie McKevitt and uh, Dennis Leonard for joining us on the show this afternoon. Thank you very much, to everybody on Tuesday with the results. We're heading to news and sport at three and afterwards we're back to 40 years today and this date, the 9th of August. Yes, it's that time on Friday on Late Lunch when we look ahead to the weekend sport and my, we're off and running, aren't we, this week? The first week of the new Premier League season. The FAI Cup begins here at home and it's All-Ireland Football semi-final weekend and the man who has all the info and will make the predictions and give us the odds, yes, it's Leon Blanche from Boyle Sports. Afternoon, Leon. Good afternoon, Jerry. How are you? I'm good. Thanks indeed for joining us. Let's begin this evening with the FAI Cup. Yeah, look, the FAI Cup, I think it's been two favourable draws uh, for Drogheda and Dundalk, respectively. Drogheda are at home against Avondale. Should see them off without too much hassle. You definitely won't get rich back in Drogheda at 1-9. to nine. Avondale are 18-1. to one. So, yeah, look, as I've said, Jerry, this should be a straightforward victory. Dundalk tomorrow, away against Cove. Look, I'm not going to say it's going to be tricky, but you never know. You always want to be home in the first round of the Cup. But Dundalk, they've got a big enough squad They, of course, have that massive return leg in the Europa League coming up next week during the middle of the week. So maybe Vinnie Perth and John Gill will rest a few players. But Dundalk, they're still the overwhelming favourites at 2-9. Cove are 9-1 and the draw here is 92. So I fully expect both Dundalk and Drogheda to progress onto the next round. That's all you want and keep the show on the road as the cup unfolds. Now soccer is back big time with the Premier League and last year it was a two-horse race, Leon, between Manchester City and Liverpool. City just prevailing by a solitary point in the end. Looking at the overall situation and the transfer window closing yesterday, how does it look odds-wise for the Championship and who's going to win the Premier League this year? Yeah, look, Jerry, that was a fascinating league title battle last year. To be fair to both teams, they never gave an inch. And Manchester City, you don't finish top of the table if you're not the best team in the league. It's as simple as that. And they deserve to win the Premier League. Their favourites, once again, they've strengthened. They've brought in a holding midfielder. Uh, They've brought in a couple of full backs. So they've just made their squad that little bit stronger. However, the one word of caution, there's no Vincent company. And he was the leader on and off the field. So it's going to be very interesting to see how the Man City cope without his leadership skills. But City are favourites at 4-9. to nine. Liverpool, not really a surprise. Jurgen Klopp had said it all summer. I'm not going to be spending big. He's brought in a couple of youngsters, a young Dutch centre-half. He got that young kid from Fulham, who was the youngest player to ever make his debut in the Premier League. And Liverpool are second favourites at 5-2. to two. And then there's a massive gap 
Tottenham Hotspur have strengthened. They're 16 to 1. Manchester United have brought in Harry Maguire and Juan Basaka. They've sold the Kaku. They're at 33 to 1. And Chelsea and Arsenal. Chelsea are 33s and Arsenal are 50s. But as you said at the top of the Premier League slot, I think it's going to be a straight race between City and Liverpool. And just maybe Man City will have their eye firmly on the Champions League. I think that's the one Pep wants. And that might just open the door for the likes of Liverpool. And I think Tottenham this year might get a little bit closer. They've made some good signings as well. And to look at the first programme of games, the first of 38 uh, series to come, lots to look forward to. If you look at the pick of the games, well, it has to be Manchester United and Chelsea on Sunday. Absolutely. Holly Gunnar Solskjaer up against Frank Lampard, of course. Lampard, he's had that transfer embargo, so he hasn't been able to sign anybody. However, they got in Christian Pulisic. They signed him last Christmas, but he didn't join until the summer. They've also got... Kovacic from Real Madrid, they've made that deal permanent. And I think Manchester United, yes, they've done very well at the back with Harry Maguire and Wan-Bissaka, but I just wonder, where will the goals come from? Now that they've got rid of their main goal scorer in Lukaku, they're going to rely probably on Martial, Lingard, maybe a bit of Rashford, and maybe even Alexis Sanchez. But 6-5 Man U, 12-5 Chelsea, 9-4 the draw. I'm going to go for the draw in this one. Wouldn't disagree with you there. Let's move to Gaelic games. Uh, once there were 32, now there are four. Dublin, Mayo, Kerry and Tyrone, the final four in the Senior Football Championship. Tomorrow, Saturday, the Dubs in Croke Park against Mayo. My word, there have been some battles between these sides in the past. Do you give Mayo any chance? Uh, look, I think you have to give them a chance, Jerry. The way they've just come through the back door once again, I thought they were magnificent last Saturday evening in Castlebar. No fluke in that result. They thoroughly deserved the victory against Donegal. And I think Mayo will have no fear against Dublin. However, the bookies suggest that it should be a walk in the park for Dublin at 2-9. to nine. Mayo are 9-2 to two, and the draw here is as big as 11-1. to one. But the handicap betting is what intrigues me. Mayo are getting a six-point head start and a little worse off than even money of 5-6. to six. I think that's a cracking bet. I don't see Dublin outscoring Mayo by a big, big score. These two sides, as you rightly said, they've had some epic battles in the past and I think tomorrow night in Crow Park will be no different. And then moving on to the second semi-final, it's Kerry against Tyrone. Kerry are 5-6. to six. Tyrone are 11-8. to eight. And the draw here is 15-2. to two. This should be an absolute cracker as well. Tyrone rested all their main men against Dublin in that last game. Kerry were very, very good in the group stages. So I'm just going to go for the Kingdom to win this at 5-6 and hopefully set up Dublin versus Kerry in an All-Ireland final. What a prospect that is. Leon Blanche, Communications Manager with Boyle Sports. Thank you as usual and we'll talk to you again on Friday next. Have a great weekend, Jerry. Happy August 9th to Leon and everybody else who's celebrating <laughs> the day today and has taken the time to text in, Jerry. We've been in unundated. Can't <laughs> yeah. even say the word properly. It's been great, yeah. It's just um, been fantastic. And thank you to everybody. And we just can't get to them all. But you have a few more there we too. Have a few uh, more here, yeah. Marie and Sean Faulkner moved into High, High View in Drogheda 47 years today. Uh, please wish Gary and Anne Byrne and RD a happy wedding anniversary as they're married 11 years today. And that's from Fiona James and family. Uh, then we have, well, Jerry, my granddaughter was born the 9th of August, 89. So it's 9889. 
Ah, oh, lovely. And she's just got married in Italy and uh, her name is Harriet. Ah, uh, Harriet, congratulations to you. What's and those, we, read those numbers again, nine? The 9th of August, 89. So, so nine, nine, eight, 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 nine. nine. Is that wonderful? Yeah. You mentioned the Faulkners. I think it's Highfield. You had what? Where did they I move into? High, high Views. Uh, no, I th- I'd say it's Highfield they All moved right. into. Just uh, That's and, a little bit of local knowledge there. And just one last one. John and Beliver says, Jerry, congratulations. There's still another good 40 years in you on the radio <laughs> and you will still be fresh and happy talking. <laughs> Thank you so much for all the good wishes. Final break of the day and the week on Late Lunch and more August Night Memories in a moment. Paula Matthews says, Jerry, congratulations. You're now qualified to be a recycled t- teenager. I love it, Paula. Uh, Jerry, don't think you should ever retire. Great afternoon's entertainment. Thank you so much indeed. Uh, will you wish Trevor Smith uh, the ultimate Garth Brook experience? Yes, Trevor and his wife a happy anniversary today. Well done to you. Congratulations. Jerry, my son John, was born 54 years ago today on the 9th of August. Uh, says Lena Heffernan. Happy birthday, John. International Day of Indigenous People it is today. Jerry, just to let you know, says Richard, a regular listener in Dublin. Thank you, Richard. Carol and Finn from Carna Ross got married 33 years ago today. And Kathleen and Trim. Kathleen, I just love you. With a voice and a laugh like yours, Jerry, I could listen to you for another 40 years. <laughs> Thanks so much for those lovely comments. Listen to this. It's a massive day for the Dillons in Dundalk, and Marie is on the line. Hello, Marie. Hello, Jerry. Why is it a big day for you? Well, we're 44 years married today and my daughter-in-law is 40. Ah, congratulations to her. What's her name? Aoife Dillon. Well done, Aoife. And congratulations to you and your good man, Willie, 44 years ago. Where did you have the reception? The reception was in Ballymac. And we got married in St. Patrick's. Oh, lovely. Lovely. What a lovely church to get married in. And you have to say, don't you? And uh, everybody knows this, Marie. The Ballymac, they're doing it is good today. The weddings I'm talking about oh, and everything yes. else, aren't they? It was fabulous. The only thing was everything yeah, was it's finished last at six. Rain, Jerry. It's last rain. <laughs> With this Willie in the background. Are yes, you... and he had to take the photographs inside. Oh, no, Willie. Had you? Yes, yes. But we were still smiling. <laughs> ah, all these years later. Have you children? Four children, two boys and two girls, and eight grandchildren, four oh, of each. I'd say you're kept busy with the grandchildren. Kept busy. Oh, sure, isn't it? All about and family. There's them, and there's three of them here today. <laughs> Willie, you're they're a like great... home and pigeons. <laughs> feeding them to keep coming back. <laughs> My God, that man of yours has a turn of phrase, Marie. (laughs) (laughs) Hasn't he? (laughs) But you know what? You're obviously as happy, Willie, as home in pigeons. As happy as home in pigeons, yeah. Yeah, you are. I can just get it from both of you as well. 44 years. Do you feel it's gone by in the flash of a pan and an eye blink? It has, yes. Mm. I'd do it all again. Would you? Yeah. Same man. (laughs) You would too, Willie, yeah? Absolutely. <laughs> I haven't made the throat here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let him go, God. We don't want to be responsible for that like that on the radio. I bet you you never had him by the throat, Marie. Never. No, no. Absolutely not. Ah, never no. Never a forward, Jerry. <laughs> if you believe that, you believe anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know something. You're just a fantastic pair, and I can understand. Look at the happiness and the joy and the fun you have. Is that, Willie, is that the secret? A bit of crack. A bit of crack. A bit of crack. Give and take, Jerry. Give and take. Yeah. 
That's really what it all does boil down to, doesn't it? Well, you know what? I'm delighted. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Say that to me again. <laughs> she gives an she, she, uh, she takes an egg gives. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think there's a moral in the story there for everybody, to be honest with you. Well, listen to you both, Willie and Marie Dillon. Happy anniversary this very day and many years of health and happiness to both of you. Thank you for taking the call. Thanks, Derek. Take care of yourself. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's for me. <laughs> and Willie, uh, Dillon in Dundalk this afternoon. Aren't they fantastic people? What a way to end our show, to end this day, the 9th of August. I look back 40 years. I thank all the people that I've come into contact in all those years. My great friends, my great, great friends in PNT, Telecom Erin and Aircom. All the people I've worked with over the years in Drogheda Leisure, here in LMFM Radio, all the people I've had the pleasure to work with. It's been fantastic. It's just been a great, great 40 years. I've enjoyed, and I see this honestly, every minute of it, everywhere I've worked, I've gone in with a pep in my step, a smile on my face, and a joy and a wanting to be there. And, you know, I'm grateful that I've managed to reach 40 and work those 40 years. Who knows what lies ahead? But that's life, isn't it? Anyway, to everybody who got in touch with us on this 9th of August, thank you so much. And somebody I work with now who I love to bits, Louise Walsh. Couldn't do this without her. Thanks, Louise. She's with me here all the time. Mine and my back, with me all the way. And she's the backbone of late lunch, I have to tell you. And to you, our listeners who join us every day and all our guests, I say, as I do at the end of every week, thank you so much indeed. Have a lovely weekend. Here's to the FLA next week in Drogheda. It's going to be fantastic, I can tell you. And we're looking forward to it on late lunch. But I'll leave you today with a song that's special to me. And Eddie Joyce, who we started the show with, reminded me, he said, Jerry, you've got to play this one. I started work on the 9th of August, 1979, 40 years ago today. And as autumn became, winter became spring, this song was a huge number one. The boys from Dundalk, Bagatelle, Summer in Dublin. See you Monday. Take me away from the city Lead me to where I can be on my own I wanted to see you and now that I have I just want to be left alone I'll always remember your kind words And I'll still remember your name But I've seen you changing and turning And I know the things just won't be the same I remember that summer in Dublin And the lithiums that stank like hell And the young people walking on Grafton Street And everyone looking so well Singing a song I'd heard somewhere Called Rock and Roll Never Forgets When my humming was smothered by a 46A And the scream of a low flying jet So I jumped on a bus to Dunleary Stopping off to pick up 
up my guitar And a drunk on the bus told me how to get rich I was glad we weren't going too far Lunch with Blackstone Motors. Whatever the temperature, it's zero at Blackstone Motors. That's zero deposit on all 192 Renault models until August 31st. Get exclusive savings and a personalized finance package today at Blackstone Motors. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.